gentlemen and welcome to the IntelliDrop podcast, the podcast where you can physically feel your IQ points dropping six feet below the surface of this fucked up planet. I am your host, Ethan Cantrell, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Hunter Panero. Hello. Hello, 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 indeed. So this is, this is our recovery episode. This is our, this is our big comeback from a massive fuck up. Where for the last ep- for for the last you know posting of an episode we didn't have shit because audio got fucked up. Yep. Because I I need more equipment pieces or really just one more piece of equipment that I currently can't afford. So here's late episode eight. <laughs> yes. The the I I think I well yeah this will be episode eight. I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna make it nine. This one <laughs> this one's got to be eight. <laughs> Otherwise. Otherwise, what's this country coming to, man? I, you're asking that now. Whenever this is a podcast <laughs> about what it is, I mean, I'll admit some of the some of the articles aren't from this country, but this is true. So, so before going right into it, you know, I they, they, there is some some shit that I found out. You know, look, looking back on some stuff, and this is just to kind of address anything, even though nobody said anything about it because nobody listens to the show. Right, but but if ever anybody listens to this show, and you and you happen to and you happen to find it like, oh well, this article here, well, this was actually fake. Who fucking cares? Because <laughs> I I will say I have found two articles that we've done in the past. One of which was a dumb fuck of the week winner. Ah, that turned out to not be real. Right. But the way that I see it is that. The fact that they could even be believed kind of proves the point of the show. Yeah, because so far, everything that's been on the show has been believable, at least in a sense. Mm -hmm. They've been far out there, but they've been at least believable. Now the question becomes, can you figure out which two articles were fake? I remember hearing about one being fake. Wasn't Jaeger... Okay, so yeah, there was that one. What was the other one? Because I don't think I know that one. You don't know that one. Okay, so the, the first one was the uh, the Get Those Nuts article. Yeah. About yeah. about the woman training the squirrels. Yeah. The the other fake article was actually the one in this recent lost episode about the alligator. Ah. About the man raping the alligator and then getting killed. That that one was a made up one. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that one. That one that one's a little far out there. I mean, it's believable. But it's also like, hey. and then I will say, like, especially well, like, if he was like a reptile enthusiast, to where like he researched them and was like a scientist <laughs> and whatnot. It's like, and I will say, uh, whenever I actually went back on the website and like looked at like the picture that was supposed to be from a security camera, and it looked like somebody like was like riding on the back of an alligator and cropped Elton John's face onto the guy, <laughs> like photoshopped it. <laughs> I started thinking, huh, I wonder if something's a little bit fucky here. 
Oh, that's funny. And then, and then I Googled it and like the like I just Googled the article and the first thing that popped up was Snopes.com. Is this legit? No, it's fake as fuck. No, it's fake as fuck. So and there may there may be more, but I don't know. Those are the only two that I've found that they were fake. Right. But there could be more. So anybody out there, do some research, see if they're fake, and then keep it to yourself. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyways, I think it's time for us to go ahead and jump into the titles of the articles for this week. Okay. So this week, we have Loaning and Moaning. <laughs> we have Surf's Up, Dipshit. We have Hulu and Poo Poo. <laughs> kind of amalgamous to Netflix and chill. Am I right? <laughs> and then we have Give That Bitch a Watermelon. Which I realize now almost sounds vaguely racist, but I swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God it's not. Like once it gets into the article. Because the watermelon comes into play. And that comes with a U. There you go. Alrighty. Okay, so the first article that we have for this episode is Surf's Up, Dipshit. On Wednesday afternoon at around 4.15 p.m., Surf City police officers stopped 20-year-old Zachary Kingsbury. Police spotted contraband in Kingsbury's vehicle and asked the young man, who hails from Linwood, Washington, to step out of his vehicle. Shortly after, police began interviewing him. Starting that over. Shortly after police began interviewing him, Kingsbury took off on foot. Wait, Kingsbury. Oh, wait. Ah, there's a typo. I see a typo because right there, it spells it as Kingsbury. <laughs> Kingsbury. I had to stop. I was like, has it been Kingsbury all along? Nope, it's just been Kingsbury. Kingsbury took off on foot, heading towards the beach. As Surf City police watched, Kingsbury continued running into the ocean and began swimming away from shore. Police deployed a drone and were able to track Kingsbury for some time. At one point in the drone footage provided by the Surf City Police Department, a shark can clearly be seen following Kingsbury through the water. At this point, Kingsbury had been swimming for nearly an hour and was more than 4,000 feet, the better part of a mile, off the coast. (laughs) That's when, according to Surf City Police Chief Ron Shanadun, Ron Shantantitytown, the chase, quote, became a rescue operation. Pender County emergency crews were dispatched, including a fire marine unit. The U.S. Coast Guard was also called in to deploy boat rescue and aerial units. Surf City's fire department and police from neighboring uh, Topsail Beach also joined the operation. After a 22-hour search, Kingsbury was taken into custody around 7.45 p.m. in North Topsail Beach. He was arrested and transported to the Pender County Jail. Kingsbury was charged with resisting arrest and possession of marijuana and methamphetamine. He is being held on a $20,000 bond. So it's just for weed and meth, you decided to go swimming with the sharks for like over an hour. 
thinking they can't catch me. Well, like every time you like look up to like swing your arm to swim, you see a, just a drone following you with a camera. <laughs> Maybe I can out swim it. Maybe I can out swim it. Blah, 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 blah. Dun 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 dun. Officer Shantan Diddy Town. Oh jeez. All right. What are your thoughts? Your opinions on this guy? Seems just for uh, just a little bit of weed, a little bit of meth, amphetamine. <laughs> I mean, for the the meth part is where he where he really gets in trouble. So that part I understand a bit more. But then again, even weed you can get in trouble for like quite a bit, depending on how much you have and whatnot. So, but if you were to run, would your first instinct be swim out? Swim into out the to ocean? the sharks. Yeah, let's go swim with the fishies. They go. have drones following me. Yeah, I can. I can outrun swim that totally go out and (laughs) and swim out almost a mile away from the coast wow straight out not towards any land it's just open ocean yeah but that's (laughs) that's your escape route where was this at again uh it was in surf city which i believe is in washington it's literally called surf city it's literally called surf city oh my god Right next that, to Top That Beach. Beach Boy song was literal. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> but hey, you know what they say about motherfuckers that swim out a mile from the coast, right? What? They gotta swim a mile back. <laughs> <laughs> That's grandpa humor. <laughs> nah, you want some grandpa humor? I'll give you some grandpa humor. <laughs> All right, who was the first man on the moon? Who? Well, who who do you think? Who does everybody think was the first man on the moon? Wasn't it? Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because because they they filmed it live. You know, showed him getting out stepping on the moon. Mm-hmm. If he was the first man on the moon. Who the fuck held the camera? <laughs> I I've heard of that before. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I mean, I, I've made the point of he could have just gotten out and then put the camera out there, but those definitely were, weren't were the first steps on the on the moon, <laughs> if that's the case still. And actually, either way, they're not. Either way, those weren't the first steps on the moon. So, yeah, good point. Here's a little more grandpa humor. <laughs> What's brown and sticky? Uh... Chocolate, syrup, and feces. A stick. <laughs> That's more like dad humor. <laughs> that That is. There, there's also like the terrible dad humor. That It's not the humor that's bad, but just the dad is. <laughs> kind of. So, like, like, Here's an example of, of a good uh, terrible dad humor joke. Okay. Like, hey, son, what's, uh, what's black and white and covered in red spots? <laughs> what? Me fucking your mom. Covered in red, uh, red spots. The herpaderp. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going that route. <laughs> oh God! Here's another uh, terrible dad humor joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. To go watch me fuck your mom. <laughs> Because, because, that's not even like terrible dad humor. That's just like, 
terrible elementary it's just just elementary or middle school or terrible humor yeah because the punchline of every joke ends up with your mom fucking your mom (laughs) fucking your mom (laughs) it ends with me fucking your mom (laughs) which is terrible what kind of dad constantly tells his own children that hey i fucked your mom Like it's just horrible. Just imagine if you got told that as a kid. You no, know, like, I lo- I love a term that I heard on Game Grumps before. What's is that? Uh, <laughs> emptying my nug. My emptying my nugs. <laughs> I emptied my nugs in your mom last night. <laughs> Emptied my nugs. <laughs> oh, that's grody. It's so grody. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have an adventure that started out as a Netflix and chill, but ended as a Hulu and poo poo. <laughs> she saw the window of opportunity and took it. A British man launched a GoFundMe campaign Tuesday asking viewers to help buy him a new window after his Tinder date got stuck in his old window while trying to receive her feces she discarded and had to be rescued by emergency officials. Wait, wait. It had to be rescued? <laughs> Liam Smith, a student at the University of Bristol, wrote on the page that he had recently went on a first date with a fellow college student. He and his date had a lovely evening and went back to his residence for, quote, a bottle of wine and a Scientology documentary. The most most sensual of evenings. (laughs) (laughs) Scientology. (laughs) Yep. Hey, baby, why don't you uh, come a little closer so I can uh, check your thetans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that what they call them i always forget the name yep the check on your thetan levels <laughs> <laughs> let me check your thetan levels with my dick <laughs> smith and his date went to the bathroom at one point no one else and his friend <laughs> just one single word changes the whole meaning of that sentence <laughs> Smith said his date. <laughs> Not Smith and his date. <laughs> Smith said his date went to the bathroom at one point, but came out, quote, with a panicked look in her eye. Quote, I went for a poo in your toilet, Smith's state told him, and it would not flush. I don't know why I did this, but I panicked. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in tissue paper, and threw it out of the window. And this is first date. Okay. This is the night of the first date. Y- yeah. Smith said that the two of them went outside to find the tossed waste until the student realized that the poop had not, had not actually gone out the window, but had become lodged between the two windows. <laughs> Smith, w- <laughs> Smith went to get a hammer to break open the window, but his date decided wait. to take it in. Wait, 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 what? He's going to break his hammer? Because of poo? No, to break open the window. Why does he need to break open the window to get the poo? What do you mean it's locked between two windows? I think there's like 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 kind of like a gap where there's like a window on the inside and then there's another one on the outside. How did he get locked between the two of them? I have no idea. 
how could she have thrown it out the window and it gotten lodged like that? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> like, like I, I really wonder what the like the physical construct of these windows are. Yeah. Because I don't quite understand the visual picture. All I know is that there's a shit stuck in there <laughs> somewhere. Okay, go on. Let's see. So, he went to get a hammer to break open the window, but his date decided to take it into her own hands and tried to smuggle into the window. Sm- smuggle? Mm-hmm. Some odd phrasing. Yeah. Into the window to pull the feces out. Unfortunately for her, she became stuck like the poop. But not only like the poop, but with the poop. <laughs> Smith tried to pull her out, but he was not successful. The student called the fire department for help. Oh, that's fine. Why does a poo need to be rescued? The girl needs to be rescued. <laughs> Did they just not care about her? They just left her there? <laughs> no, she's a damn dirty poop thrower. <laughs> Quote, Bristol's finest were on... S- scene quote bristol's finest were on scene sirens blaring in a matter of minutes once they had composed themselves after surveying the scene in front of them they set to work removing my date from the window using all of their special fireman hammers and tools smith wrote so i guess the firemen get there and they're all just like fucking losing their shit because it said once they finally composed themselves yeah so she's stuck in the oh window. She's stuck in the window with a shit. And there's <laughs> all these firemen out there. At least there it's her just... own shit and not someone else's. <laughs> Does that make it better? Slightly. <laughs> not really, but slightly for some people at least. Yeah, I guess it depends on on kind of what kind of shit you have. <laughs> some people like other people's shit. That is true. <laughs> The window was broken, but Smith's date was rescued unharmed. To replace the window, Smith was told it would be $357, but he did not have the funds for it at the moment. Quote, So I'm turning to the internet for help. If people could donate just a couple of pounds slash dollars slash yen slash rupee slash North Korea won to help me repair my... (laughs) Slash North Korea won? Won. W-O-N. I guess that's their currency. Because, well, because North Korea uses wands and then South Korea uses tons. Wontons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to help me repair my now broken window, I would be eternally grateful. If the window is not replaced, my landlord may well kill me. So you would be literally helping to save a life, Smith wrote. You would literally (laughs) kill me. So far, the campaign has raised over $2,900, as Smith said that he has seen his date since the murky incident. (laughs) Quote, We had a lovely night on the second date, but it's too early to say if she's the one. But we got on very, very well, and she's a lovely girl, Smith told the BBC. Smith and his... Oh, Smith said... Told the big black cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they use for microphones over there. <laughs> Get cultured, bro. Get cultured, bro. <laughs> Get woke to the dick mic. Get woke. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. That's like such a weird fucking phrase. Get it woke. Is. It is. Oh god. Which I really wonder like when that came about. Like I, think I wonder it was why. Recently. I always wonder why phrasings come out. Especially out the closet. weird ones. Weird <laughs> ones like that. <laughs> Smith said that his date was aware of the GoFundMe campaign and has asked to remain anonymous. Though, you can always identify her by the smell. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was interesting. Have you ever thrown a shit? No. No, no, I haven't. It's breathtaking. You should try it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a wild monkey. <laughs> That just makes me think of the outro from last episode. <laughs> Are you a monkey throwing shit all over these? <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> Alright, next up we have loaning and moaning. Oh, yes. Give us a moan, baby. Oh, oh that's just the way I like it. <laughs> A woman in Russia is suing... You know suing... you have to pay for that, right? <laughs> Half priced. <laughs> a woman in Russia is suing a credit company because she did not feel as if she had had an orgasm after paying back a microloan as the lender promised in its advertising. <laughs> Yulia Pinforova, age 33, from St. Petersburg, Borrowed 5,000 rubles, which is around 66 euros, which is probably like maybe 75 bucks American. Okay. Because he was one conversion, but it doesn't give the rest, but it, it, it's around there. Right. Uh, or actually, I think that's pounds, not euros. I don't know. Get culture, bro. Get culture, bro. <laughs> uh, at the end of August and quickly settled her debt, she told... Savalovsky District Court in Moscow that the loan company stated on its website that, quote, at the moment of paying off the debt, clients feel an inner satisfaction and calmness that is comparable to the state after having an orgasm. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, Say that last sentence? Is he a claim that, that after paying off your debt, that you will feel an inner satisfaction and calmness that is comparable to the state after having an orgasm? <laughs> okay. She claimed, this particular web article uh, induced me to sign the microcredit contract. So she was swayed by the, you'll feel like you just came, baby, advertisement. <laughs> After you give us a little bit of money, you'll feel like you just got your brains fucked up. And she saw this where on the internet? Yep. <laughs> when she visited the loan company uh, office to repay the debt, quote, my mood did not get better. She complained, <sighs> I did not feel inner satisfaction and calmness as described. Lifestyle coach Panferova has demanded... Nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine point nine nine rubles, which rubles? is rubles, <laughs> which is around uh, thirteen thousand two hundred euros or pounds, whatever that is. I, I think it is pounds. Thirteen thousand two hundred pounds compensation from from Bristow Dingy. 
which I guess translate to quick money, over the absent orgasmic feelings, say reports in Russia. <laughs> so going from paying off 66 pounds and then not feeling an orgasm and then suing for 13,200. <laughs> Penferova left, told Severovsky District Court in Moscow that the loan company... Oh, I guess that was a description on a picture that I forgot to cut out. Hmm. So I'll cut that out of the recording. The court confirmed it is examining her claim. No decision has been reached, said a spokesman. So this isn't even just open shut. They haven't reached the decision yet. In America, that's not really legal to be talking about it. That is true. Penferova is married to an arch- to architect Oleg Vasiliev. Vasiliev, Oleg Vasiline. Four years her junior. Four years younger than the, her. She wants to feel the orgasms that he has never given her. That he hasn't been mature enough to bestow upon her pussy. Upon her pussy orifice. <laughs> She has previously hit the headlines in Russia for advising women not to have sexual relations with men earning less than 1 million rubles a month, which is, coincidentally enough, equal to 13,200 pounds. A month, even though she didn't even pay like half that amount. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Quote, Women should should only have sexual relations with men if they invest in you, she claimed. So if you're not... <laughs> so she's... <laughs> so she's... So, so she's a very political uh, prostitute. Pretty... The political prostitute. Pretty much. She's just like, hey, if, if, you, if you're making like 14 grand a month, I ain't touching that dick. <laughs> a month. That's a fuck ton of money. Not even that. Not even if you're not making that, you have to be giving me that. Not not even like you're. You have to make that and have to like buy me things. You have to pay me that for this. <laughs> <laughs> now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she also not coming from any loans she paid off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely direction <laughs> or misdirection it seemed so white <laughs> <laughs> just like Kanye <laughs> alrighty and then last but not least we have give that bitch a watermelon <laughs> Of all the phrases one might expect to find on a receipt, such as have a nice day or come again, an insulting message is the last thing any customer wants to read. But a Panera bread worker is now out of a job (laughs) after a customer said that there is a strongly worded note left on her receipt. Oh boy, sounds like someone had enough. (laughs) Yep. Which, which I was reading some other things on this. Uh-huh. So, so I know that, that you've worked in in some food, food industry, industry stuff. Yeah. Do definitely. you ever make like little notes on on the receipts that get taken out before it gets printed out? No. 
Okay, because that's what these things things were saying that, that were happening. Because there were some other links or links to other articles <sighs> where like people like forgot to take those out of the system before printing the receipt. Because there's there even one where like there was like jokes back to the cook, so that when it sent back there, it was like, "Hey, get, whereas like uh, th- this person wants uh, like fajitas con flautas," and then underneath, "You fucking Mexicans." <laughs> Which it ended up like not getting taken oh. off the receipt. So when the customer oh, got it on funny. the list, <laughs> it just says "you fucking Mexicans" right in the See, middle. See, normally of it. in the food industry, if we're if we're like friendly enough to do that and joking around like that, we just say it. Usually back in the kitchen where and whatnot, where they won't hear. Yeah, you don't say that out front or put it on a receipt that ends up getting printed to them. Usually, if they have any sort, usually. If there is or some sort of system where they do have messages to send to the uh, to them in the back, it's not. I don't think it's usually. I think maybe. Yeah, I guess it depends on the system and whatnot. But usually, that's not also printed out, or at least I've. I thought that's how it was, at least with one of my jobs in the past. Okay. I could be wrong, but. All right. I want. I just wanted to ask the expert opinion. <laughs> expert. Or at least between the two of us, because I have no experience True. with the food industry at all. True. I've been a retail guy. Let's <laughs> see. A woman who recently stopped by a Panera location in DeKalb County in Georgia tells WSB-TV that she had asked for a substitution on her salad. She received it as along with a note on her receipt to, to quote, add watermelon for this stupid bitch. Oh, <laughs> I was floored. What are your morals? What does Panera Bread stand for? She asked. She told a manager who said that he talked to the cashier, but she was so upset she called the company's corporate office as well. Their response wasn't sufficient, she says. So she posted her frustration to Facebook. Panera now says the worker involved is no longer employed by the chain. Damn. Quote. At Panera, we have a zero tolerance policy for this kind of behavior, and the associate has been terminated as a result of this situation. The restaurant said in a statement to WSB-TV, We are focused on fostering a warm and welcoming environment for everyone, and this incident is not indicative of the way that we treat our guests. That's all well and good, the customer says, but she wishes it didn't take her writing on social media to get a satisfying response. Sadly, she wasn't satisfied until someone lost their job over it. Yep. Somebody had to get fired for that stupid bitch. <laughs> I understand being upset about it. I understand call- and like calling him and being like, hey, you need to talk to them about this. Getting them fired is a bit much. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. Sadly, this is far from the first time we've heard of restaurant workers adding offensive things to receipts. Oh, I'm I'm not surprised by that. And then there's a list of things here which I clicked to read through the articles a little bit since these these weren't recent, but I wanted to, so I didn't want to like print them out and and bring them. Right. But I think I remember most of them. So let's see. There was a waitress who the waitress who received a quote tip telling her to stay home with her non-existent husband and kids. Oh. There was a Sonic employee fired over writing offensive notes on multiple receipts. Which I think the one that it showed on there was like an order for two people, and like underneath one order it said Mexican, and, un- and under the other order it said the N word. See, now here, here's what I, I didn't ever get to do this, but I knew people who either would do this or would do 
not necessarily things to this degree, but I'd heard of people who had done it to this degree. So you're like making a burger, right? Like fuck you in the ketchup and whatnot. So then whenever you put the bun on, it's like messed up so they can't even see it or draw a dick on it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if I've ever eaten a fuck you burger. The new burger of 2017. <laughs> You make people eat dicks all day. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, I wonder how many fuck burgers you get at Fuddruckers. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all the butt fucker burgers. <laughs> butt fucker burgers. Can't think, I, I can't help but think of idiocracy. <laughs> but no, nah, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's an like a advertisement we should do sometime for the uh, for the fuck you burger burger chain. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Fuck You Burger, home of the Fuck You Burger. May I fuck you, Burger? (laughs) (laughs) Burger. I just imagine he says that and he pulls up one of the burgers that they have and he's just like giving it the the eye. (laughs) He's just holding up the burger and he's like sliding his finger in between the meat patties. And they just in and out slowly. (laughs) And then takes a couple fries and starts like rubbing them on his nipples. Dipped in ketchup, so it's leaving like little red stains on his titties of his shirt. What, what not mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> Nox no, didn't show up as well. Uh, uh, the Virginia diner is surprised to find nasty comments about them at the end of a meal. Uh, a New Orleans restaurant that uh, fired a server for adding a racist slur to customers' receipt. The restaurant that claimed an offensive comment on a receipt was a joke meant for the kitchen staff, which that was the one where it said fucking Mexicans. I'm, ch- I'm trying to remember the Virginia one. I remember one said for the plaid asshole, who I guess was wearing a plaid shirt, and I forget what the other one was. Plaid asshole. But it was, it was pretty funny. And the Red Lobster server who landed in hot water for posting a photo of a receipt with a racial slur. And these are just a few examples. And it had links to all of them. So so if anybody listening can go to the website, which I post links to our articles, and that article has links to these other ones if you're curious about what went along with the plot asshole. So those are our articles for the week, but I do want to give an honorable mention to an article okay. that I found, but I didn't really want to bring in as a contender, but I thought this was fucking hilarious Okay, because somebody really fucked up. <laughs> All right. So it was a baseball game. It was a home game for the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. playing against the Miami Marlins, uh-huh. which is Miami, Florida. Right. And I guess for this game, they done kind of a charity thing and offered free tickets to people to people who were evacuees from Hurricane Irma in Florida. Uh, right. As a, as a, as a free deal kind of a nice gesture. Uh-huh. So, during the game and I think it was like somewhere after the third or fourth inning, somewhere in the middle of it, but you know how they play music, you know, through the big speakers? Yeah. Well, somewhere in the middle of that game with all these people who had come in as evacuees, mm-hmm. rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> And people lost their shit, and they had to put out, like, a massive fucking apology. And this is, like, all over, like, 30 different news sites whenever I looked it up. This is not a fake news article. Oh, God. 
that's hilarious. Somebody done fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. And and they stated, and this almost sounds like a valid excuse because they stated, well, this one of the songs is just on our normal, you know, playlist for home games. But but we we should have gone gone through and thought about it and taken it out. To like but I guarantee that there's at least one person in charge of that shit that noted that and just thought, oh my god, this is gonna be funny as fuck. <laughs> And didn't say a word. The one person who thought about it didn't say a word. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, see now I'm I'm the horrible type of person where I would have heard, I probably I might have heard that I don't know, maybe not where and I would have just started cracking up. Everyone else would be like, oh my god, and then you just hear like. <laughs> oh, I, I I guarantee that there was definitely some laughter out there in the crowd. Especially when she started hearing the ah uh, <laughs> oh god, what I wouldn't get to like hear like like the actual like audio response of that stadium. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I mean, talk about a fuck up, right? All right. So, so that was our honorable mention, which I think I might start bringing some of those in. Some of them that don't quite make the cut from the show, but still make me giggle. Right. And poo myself a little bit. Like like Hulu. Yeah. Hulu and poo-poo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So let's recap over the articles. All right. So the uh, the first one was the... that wasn't It wasn't the Hulu one. The one before that one, I think. What was the first one? Oh, I think the first one was the uh, the dude swimming with yes, the sharks. Yes, just to try and get away because he had some drugs on him. Mm-hmm. Doing it for over an hour, even though he's being tracked by drones. Swimming out for a straight mile. Yeah, and 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 I remember a thing. I think after a twenty-two hour search. Wow, for over for almost a day, almost an entire day. Jeez. Looking for this guy. I mean, I'll, I'll give him, man. He's he's got some determination. He's stubborn. <laughs> he went, he went, he went for a while. But you got but, drones on you. Though, even by the same token, like what? What's the end game plan there? Like whenever, you whenever you're finally... swimming out that far, that one I really don't know. Like that's the real thing that I'm like, why? Like, say even if you lost them and they weren't searching for you anymore, they already have like your identification shit from the vehicle yeah. and all yeah. that so there's a yeah. warrant out for you so as soon yeah. as anybody pulls you over rinse and repeat swim again 10 out of 10 would swim Literal again rinse and repeat <laughs> <laughs> and then after that we had the hulu and poo poo <laughs> which that was the lady who somehow threw poop out a window and got it logged between two windows somehow in the weird I imagine it's between because like it slides up so it can get stuck in like the gap or something oh maybe quite possibly but I'm, I'm not sure but how, that, however that still seems very odd that it would get lodged and not just bounce uh, off or like it was probably like still fresh and moist so it just kind of like splatted and stuck <laughs> And then she went after it and got stuck herself <laughs> with the poo-poo. Oh, God. And then uh, after that one was what one? 
that was not the watermelon. Loaning and moaning. Oh yeah, the the lady who did not get her cummies from paying off her loans. <laughs> I love how you put that. <laughs> I think I might have killed Hunter. <laughs> He's bleeding just... from his nipple. <laughs> I just, I, I, when I hear that word, I think back to Game Grumps. <laughs> give me your daddy's. Give, give me your cummies, daddy. Give me your daddy's cummies. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Some cummy sperms. That's redundant. It is. <laughs> oh. But no, I... <laughs> then lastly was... The, uh... Adding watermelon, quote, <laughs> for this stupid bitch. <laughs> Being left on the receipt. Um... So that, that almost makes me wonder if I've ever received a receipt like that, but just never saw it, never caught it. Um, How many of those slipped through the cracks? No idea. Probably good for you. Um, but by the same token, who the fuck adds watermelon to a salad? Oh no, I don't. <laughs> I don't eat fruits and vegetables, so you're asking the wrong person. You know that messes with your cummies. <laughs> You could almost call them sour cummies. Oh, God. <laughs> sour <laughs> sour cummy heads. Hey, baby, want to come over? And you want to taste some? my sour cummy worm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's cummies with a U. Hey, come over here. This cummies looks like Paul Blart. <laughs> Oh, what if you're someone who had like a weird speech impediment where every time you said G, it sounded like a C. So, so like instead of guacamole, it's guacamole. <laughs> and then, and then gummy worms would be gummy worms and then cum balls. <laughs> Video games. <laughs> Oh, is that what they're going to call pornographic video games in the future? Yes. Video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I think this one has to be between the last two. Between the, uh, the person who got the loan and was so upset because they didn't get their cummies. <laughs> and then the... Uh, <laughs> The per uh, the uh, the person who 
because while I'll admit I've been in the food industry and while it's like understandable to do like jokes and things like that's just like whatever usually you know when those get sent out to guests as well because usually you have to deal with the receipts every now and then so, so unless you're new I receipts. guess yeah yeah that too so it's to like, make sure eh. it didn't say something like you stupid bitch yeah right in the middle of it yeah oh shit son we have a shithead showdown however even with even with it mostly being between those two i think the one i'd have to go for the most is the one of the lady uh who got upset about the loans because first off I, I i'm gonna make the point of you're trying to get a loan a very professional business th- uh thing from someone who ends up putting putting in a quote for their professional business uh thing that it will make you come <laughs> that that is where i that that sort of make me laugh of oh wow this is fun it's probably <laughs> fake <laughs> no gummies for you no <laughs> Oh, and there was I forgot there's like a picture there's like some pictures on the article from like security cameras there's one where she's like pointing at the camera while somebody in the back like you can see them like laughing at her <laughs> and she looked pissed oh uh, but yeah she she went overboard like crazy oh so so there we have it ladies and gentlemen the dumb fuck of the week is Moaning and loaning, Miss Yulia Panvarova. You're a fucking dumb fuck. <laughs> when has giving money ever made you come? <laughs> we all know that you come from taking it. The money that is. Like the bitch you are. <laughs> <laughs> like the stupid watermelon bitch that you are. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Your reward is that you get to go out and swim with the sharks. You okay who's, who's chasing you with your own shit on its nose? <laughs> and gonna rub it on you. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh, go 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 fuck off. Okay. Miss Panferova. Pound her over <laughs> and over and over again with pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> no cummies for you ever again. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know why I made that sound. I'm cutting that out. No, you're not. I'm probably not. Keep it in, Barry. <laughs> But I don't want to be in Barry. <laughs> no, you must. But, Mom. <laughs> don't question your mother. But, but, Mom, Dad, make me gay. I won't be gay, Mama. I won't be gay no more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. See, now people are starting to understand what I have to deal with every now and then. Am I gay because daddy didn't love me? (laughs) Who who are you, Mr. Garrison? (laughs) No, that was because his dad didn't molest him. 
Yeah, he didn't love him. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't sensually love him. <laughs> he. <laughs> he didn't make his asshole quiver with moisture. Okay. <laughs> That's Mr. Mackey. <laughs> Shit. I'm cutting everything. I'm cutting the whole show. Oh, are you going it's with done. that one like horrible idea you had for a podcast? <laughs> Which one? There have been quite many. It, it was the last thing you mentioned. It, it might actually work, but it was so horrible. It's like oh, oh, for the bonus episode. Yeah, you at yeah. least had it as an idea for a bonus episode. Yes, which I think we'll probably do that soon. Oh God, it's kind of a little bonus. I think, and it's not going to be like a paid bonus because this is repayment for us fucking up last week. Yeah. And by us, I mean me. But you're the one who gets punished the most out of this one. Yeah, go easy on my asshole, man. So definitely, <laughs> definitely be looking forward to this. It's <laughs> possibly going to be quite spectacular. Possibly. And the sounds are going to be... Quite moist. Oh, yes, they're going to be very lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. There's there's the episode. It's done. It's a wrap. We're getting out of here, and we're taking the train to Poo Poo Town. <laughs> oh, I wanted to go to Shantan Titty Town. We're taking a train to Shantan Titty Town. Half off for a limited time only. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I've been your host, Ethan Cantro. And I'm Hunter. There we have it. Thanks for listening and have a fucking stupid week. Hey there, all you damn dirty ball gazers. If you enjoyed what you just listened to, then why don't you go ahead and follow us on iTunes. And while you're at it, we would absolutely love it if you gave us a five-star rating with a positive text review. And while you're at it, go ahead and visit our website at idroppodcast.com. That's the letter I, droppodcast.com, so that you can go and cast your vote on who you think deserves the title of Dumb Fuck of the Week. That way, y'all can get your cunnies, too. Thank you.